Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships, and as a marriage makeover coach, she helps women transform their marriage while becoming their best selves. Samantha has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Co-creator of this summit, Samantha is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Samantha. Yay! I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Moki B. Hello, Moki. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having I actually enjoyed hearing your bio. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, and let me formally introduce uh, you to everyone here that's watching and watching your recording. So Malky, Malky's age bellies her entrepreneurial record, a, accumulated business knowledge and storybook worthy path to make her life her own. When the 29-year-old founder of multiple businesses embarked on the bold mission to help others do the same, she was struck by the lack of financial literacy continuing to hold women back. Uh, yeah, amen. <laughs> that is when she founded Flow, an educational company empowering women with everything they deserve to know about money and the tools to implement them towards a life of purpose. Oh my gosh, I am so actually excited <laughs> to talk yeah. about this topic with you and hear what you have to say. Um, but thank you so much for being here, Malki. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to talk about this. Yes. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about money problems need money solutions, right? But exactly. before we dive straight into the content, I would love for you to share a little bit more about your story um, and how you became so passionate about I know I said a little bit in your bio, but if you can share a little bit more of your backstory on how you got to where you are today. Of course. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to spend a minute on how I became the expert and then on how I became the educator. So I became a financial literacy expert very much in luck or maybe privilege, you know, if I'm being honest. I come from a hardcore capitalistic family. I have five brothers, no sisters, by the way. And money talk was always very playful. It was when I was seven years old, my brother and I would sell raffle tickets to the neighborhood kids uh, for a couple of dollars and they can win a, a big basket of prizes. I think our markup was like 500 percent, you know, oh my and gosh. Yeah. it was it was the funniest and regular dinner time chatting for us was the legitimacy of Tesla stocks and whether Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates would be the world's first trillionaire. You know, so money talk doesn't scare me. And I, I didn't know at that point, you know, growing up that that's not the usual, you know. Mm -hmm. And so at age 19, I started my first actual business. A year later, I qualified for my first quarter million dollar loan. Personally, I've generated wow. millions of revenue, started three more businesses since, and I've helped a lot of people do the same. So it's just something I know. And now moving on to how it became a mission, which, you know, in case you were looking all googly eyed, this is the less privileged part of my <laughs> journey or life. You know, we all have our story. And yeah. so I was born almost 30 years ago. My birthday is next month. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Yeah. Early Thank birthday. you. Uh, to a set of parents who are children of Holocaust survivors. And wow. so on, on all sides. So 
ultra-Orthodox Judaism was all I ever knew. It is the most uh, restrictive right-wing group of the Orthodox Jewish community. And so to give you a picture, uh, there's very little uh, free will or choice. You know, marriages are arranged. Babies are expected as soon as you tie the knot. And, you know, you continue making them until you can't make them anymore. You know, women cover the hair when they get married. My dad's one of 13, my best friend's one of 12, and my mom always dreamt of having 16 children. And it's just, you know, at some point it's, you do what you're told, you know, it's pretty much uh, that, that culture. And for years, I I am a free spirit. I like, you know, creating things and, and very much, you know, finding my joy. But for years, my mind and my heart were completely disconnected. You know, I did what I was told. I was in an arranged marriage at 20. In a span of three years, I had a baby, a miscarriage, a baby, you know, it was just, we were just going, 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 like never stopping. And when COVID hit and, you know, we can't bury our lack of alignment in all the businesses because I had to take a step back and breathe and, you know, see what I want my life to look like now that I had time to think. It was really not, I really was not living my life. You know, my hair had to be covered. Like most of the body is, you know, is covered. Women in my community where I grew up don't drive, you know, it's considered not allowed. And so it was a a real wake up call for me to uh, try to find my joy, my personal alignment, you know, seeing what really, other than just you know, the, the finances and the money that really make me feel me. And I, I went on a very, like I said, it's a deeply personal, painful experience to, with my therapist to find my own joy. And for me, the biggest struggle was not to factor in what my community or my family's opinion on it was, you know, right. and I thought that that's what other people must be going through. Like I was so excited with this new liberation that I want to inspire other women to do the same. I, whether they're stuck in, you know, abusive or toxic or not healthy marriages, relationships, jobs, communities, families, you know, I, I knew that I'm living proof that it could be done and that I have the knowledge to help them. Right. But the knowledge I didn't have was how little knowledge they have when it comes to money. Right. Cause that came organically for you. Exactly. That wasn't my struggle. So I know what it feels like not to be free, not to be independent, but the, the money part was in my struggle. And so only when so many women were coming to me for help and they'd be like, Oh, I can't do what you did because if I leave this job or if I leave this marriage or if I, you know, make my dad really mad, you know, yeah, they're I, cut off. Yeah. And then we're, how am I going to support myself financially. And that is when I realized that women don't have complete independence without financial independence. As long as you're still dependent on someone else, either financially or even financial knowledge. Like I talk a lot about the knowledge gap, like financial knowledge is a real thing. And so that is when it became a full-blown mission for me. And I co-founded Flow for what you deserve to know about money. Wow. Wait, say that again. It cut out for a second. Sorry, flow yep. for what you deserve to know. What you deserve money. to know. Yes. About, about money. money. About yes. money. And flow is a, it's a financial education company with a mission to lead 1 million women to financial freedom. Oh, and that's, that's like, cool. it's, you, I mean, once, like I said, you know, I've had my businesses and my things, but when you find your passion and this drives you, 
nothing's going to stop you. And that's, I can see it. Like you're just oozing passion. You are just, I can see how much it lights you up to talk about this to help other women. Oh, it's so beautiful. So let's, let's dive into this. Let's go into what you have to share. So money problems need money solutions. So what's the first tip you have for us or tip or tool or point that you want to share with us today? Right. So I, I'm going to uh, talk about three things today. The first yeah. one yes, being money problems need money solutions. And so I'm going to start Samantha. When you, if, would you go to a plumber for a toothache? No. When I, you're I, hungry, no. do you dance? <laughs> when no. you have a backache, do you scratch your nose? No. Of course not. When you have a problem, you solve that problem. You don't try to bring the solution to a different one. Mm, right. And yeah. in most cases in life, it's pretty clear problem solution and we deal with it. Yeah. But somehow when it comes to women's finances, we're still using plumbers and scratching our noses. Yeah. It feels that way sometimes. I'm like, right. What? <laughs> and so here's what I want to propose right now. Money problems need money solutions. Okay. For a woman and you don't have enough money. You need more money. You don't need to become more aggressive. You don't need to change your attitude and you don't need another parenting class. Yes, we try to money doesn't buy happiness our way out of it or, you know, become better parents in the hopes that our lack of money, you know, the that feeling will be overshadowed. Wow. And this what I want to bring to you to everyone's attention is that, like I said, when you have a problem with money, let's solve it with money. And I know it's uncomfortable. It's so taboo. We don't talk about it enough. It's as women, right? As girls, we share a lot of deep and dark secrets with our with our girlfriends, right? We we I, I was, we talk about our periods. Like somehow it's more acceptable and appropriate to talk about what's going on in our underwear than our bank accounts. <laughs> Right. I'm laughing because it's true. Because it's true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and whoever's like, oh, my God, that's me. You're not alone. Not now. And not, you know, in in history, this has been financial knowledge. And because of this, you know, for it to be a normal conversation, it's, it's been withheld from women for years. You know, they, and to this day, they, like I said, the gender pay gap, the wealth gap, and the knowledge gap, which is, which is what I talk about a lot, because your, your knowledge away, your financial knowledge away from financial freedom. A lot of times it's not about the job. It's not about the opportunity. It's about the knowledge, just knowing what you don't know. You know, right. a uh, Bank of America did a study recently and found that 94% of women claim that they will be financially responsible at some point in their life. Yet only 20% are financially free. So 74% of women, three out of every four, right. at some point will be financially screwed. Oh my gosh, yeah. Three of every four. And this is not, by the way, only stay-at-home moms. Working women also, a, a life insurance company did a survey recently and found that even though there's way more women in the professional sphere that, yeah, you know, we're working, we're climbing the corporate ladder, we have jobs, we've seen some success, only 59% of working women have a say with what happens to their money. Wow. They're bringing home the money and the spouses are the ones who are taking care of the finances. And I've said this, you know, in so many rooms and, and, and on stages. And it's always, I always the same thing. Like I, I get right. Like you say, you're like, wow, we're okay. 
I don't see any jaws drop. I don't see like, nah, you got kidding me. Right. It's like, yeah, Yeah, they're not, they're not, not believing you. They're like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Which is sad. Not only is it sad, but like how, what we're, we're, we're okay with it. Right. We've gotten to the point where we tolerate it because it's like, oh yeah, right. Men are, men are good at math. Like, you know, it makes sense that but why this is it's just we've been so conditioned to to believe this that we're not you know financially responsible or capable that we just don't like zoom uh sorry we zoom out anything that is money related and we're when we accept the fact that we're not the financial people in the family or in the relationship it's like as a society or as the female part of the society We've almost been okay with it. And it's very important to understand that this is conditioning. This is what we've taught. It's not, there's nothing genetically different in women that doesn't allow us to be good at finances. And this is the reason, the number one reason why women stay in situations that they shouldn't. I'm going to quote, I have right here from an article from CNBC a few years ago. Mm-hmm. A large number of American women stay in marriages that are unhealthy and even border on dysfunctional due to financial insecurity and stress and the ongoing gender pay gap. Formerly married women often advise soon to be divorced wives to get smart about money so they know about their choices. And this is where, like I said earlier, my burning passion comes from to liberate women. And this is not just for women who are getting divorced. Like I said, 90% of women will be financially responsible, whether, you know, family dynamics change, you have more children than you thought, expenses go up, the economy changes. Right. At some point, they'll be financially responsible. And yet, well, and and mainly one of the reasons, too, because I my area of expertise is relationships. And I see this all the time. Money is one of the number one things that cause conflict in relationships. But the thing is, women tend to outlive men. So the women in the relationship or the marriage that didn't take care of finances for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, now being bombarded with all of this information and money or debt, even a lot of the times, because they had no idea what's happening. Like they're just, they just don't know what to do with themselves. So yeah, it it, just for the fact of our lifespans, outliving the male, like, you know, the gender, (laughs) that's what happens. So it is important. I agree with you 1000%. Um, not that there's a thousand, so a hundred percent that it is important for us to be educated on both sides, right? Like in my exactly. situation, I take care of the finances for my family for, you know, with my husband, but I still think I still, um, what is the word advocate for him to understand what's happening with the money and what we're doing with it. Because what, what if something happens to me, I want him to be able to take care of the kids with the finances, right? So mm-hmm. in, on both ends, but I, I hear it more often than not that the woman is the one that gives the man the money. So yeah, I totally hear that all the time. Yeah. And I think the saddest part for me was, you know, in, I mean, obviously I'm making it like a very like step-by-step story, but it's like, you know, the, my life, the past few years, it was very sad for me because women wouldn't come to me and say, you know, I'm having this issue. I'm, I need to be independent. Like teach me how to be financially independent. It was more like, oh, I can't be independent because I can't, I. Wow. So they weren't even asking for the support. No, no, they, they didn't even believe that they can be okay. And that is, that is so important. Like 
Yes, you can. You know, your woke yeah. call it a limiting belief, yes. which would be to point number two is that that's all it is. You know, um, women are bad at math or men are the ones who should take care of finances. That is just how we've been conditioned and to be bold, controlled. For years, women have been controlled. And while, yes, the world has become much more liberal and progressive and accept, we're accepting of LGBTQ groups, men are allowed to cry and talk about their feelings, yeah. right? Yeah. We're uh, getting there. We're environments getting there. are yeah. more inclusive. Yeah. But the wealth gap, the pay gap, the knowledge gap is still so prevalent. Like we have not made enough progress with that. What you were saying no. about how these women, right? If, if they stay after the men pass, a lot of times it's not a money issue because the men were taking care of the money and have the money. It's what do they do with this money? The knowledge issue. Like, yeah. They don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so Knowing that there's nothing genetically different in you that you can't do math. Math is not emotional. It's 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 the same across the board, yeah. you know. And that it's a it's a form of control. It, not blaming anybody specifically, but as a society, and we have to take that power back. You know, yeah. I'm going to share two quick stories that drive that point home. One of my closest friends came to me. She's going through a divorce, and she climbed the corporate ladder. She was working all her life, and her husband took care of the money. And when she asked what you know, she's entitled to, he said, oh, it's very complicated. You're not going to understand. And I looked at her and I said, don't ever let it's complicated be a reason that somebody holds back knowledge that you deserve. Yeah. Because two plus two is four, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, it's not complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you deserve it. It's new. It's different. We have to learn yeah. it, but yeah. you should know. And then a cousin of mine who's also getting divorced for to state on the record, I have people in my life who are not getting divorced. But there's two, you know, it's, uh, stories that happened recently. And when when she asked about her husband's contract terms with his partner, and he didn't at first want to share it, he said she wasn't going to get it. She was on the receiving end of my flow content for long enough. She's like, so teach me. You know, mm -hmm. she knew that she was entitled to the information she asked, and she got answers, which brings me to my third point. Okay. The only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Okay. Yeah. That is very, very important because it's hard to admit that we don't know. It's hard to ask questions, you know, but we all start somewhere. I was one six pounds, eight ounces. All I could do was scream, right? Yeah. And through, <laughs> this, through deliberate education, through asking a lot of questions, do we get there, you know, yeah, and we, true. hopefully we can start normalizing money talk by asking questions. We ask, you start asking, your friends will feel more comfortable. We'll start normalizing the conversation, you know, and money talk won't be so taboo. Yeah. You know, because if, if you asked and you got an answer, was it really dumb of you to ask or was it smart of you to get oh, the answer? You got an answer. That's good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so the first step to asking or knowing what to ask is I think they're going to drop a link to um, the free 10 step. Oh yeah. We can totally guide to that. freedom. Yeah. A woman's 10 step guide to financial freedom. So go ahead and click on the link while Malki describes what this is all about. Go for it. Yeah. So those are the 10 steps that if you know all of them and if you implement all of them, you will definitely have financial freedom. And sometimes people think like financial freedom means, oh, you never have to work or, you know, like passive income and freedom is different to everybody. But once you have the knowledge, you can make the decision of what you want to do, you know, with your money. And so if whatever step 
in the, the roadmap, you don't know. Now you know what you don't know and you can start asking. If I say something about retirement and yeah. you don't know or don't have a plan for retirement, now you know what to ask. Start I asking that. and know that you deserve the answers. You know, whether you're asking me, somebody else, heck, you can Google a lot of things, you know, right. know that you can do it and that you deserve to know it. And that'll get you very far. And hopefully we can, you know, make a change and normalize and help a lot of women to financial freedom. Oh my gosh. I love that. I was, you like read my mind because you were like, okay, ask, there's no dumb questions. There's no wrong questions. Ask a question. I was like, but what if we don't know what to ask? And then you're like, here's your gift. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. <laughs> so also, every time you ask a question, you know this, right? Like yeah. there's, or, or sorry, when someone else asks a question, it's always like, oh, I, I was too embarrassed to ask, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's this, everybody has the same pain points. Everybody, yeah. you know, like we're just, I'm on a lot of like coaching calls or whether I'm hosting it or attending. And at the end of the call, a lot of times the last person would say, oh, my questions were already answered, yeah. right? Because other people had that question. So it's just right. a matter of who's, you know, brave enough to ask it. And while circling back to the beginning, while money questions wasn't my thing, for a long time, I was very embarrassed to ask questions because, like I said, I, I grew up in a more restrictive community. So I had to ask very basic things that other people know, you know, like to get, right. you know, really vulnerable, waxing my eyebrows, shaving my legs. It wasn't something I was taught. Okay. Yeah. And I had to ask. And that's a little scarier than asking about money, you know? And that I, I love that because it really is money is universal, right? Currency is universal. It doesn't matter if you have a different dollar or pound, whatever that is, it's still so important for us to learn how to, right, transact in this world and build wealth. So I love what you're doing with this. Okay, so let's talk about your VIP gifts really quickly before we um, close out for today. So harness the power of AI to build your business. What a powerful VIP gift. So tell us just in a minute or so what that's about. Of course. So whether this is for a business or a lot of times, you know, it could be a nonprofit, an organization, a project even. Everybody's like freaking out about AI right now. And what I want to say is that this is a really, really big opportunity for women because AI is not gender biased. No. And so instead of getting left behind again, let's jump on the bad uh, on the bandwagon at the same time that the men are. Let's be ahead, right? Yes. AI is here, it's taken over, it's coming. And it can help you catch up, but also get ahead, right? Like I was saying, the to be fair, the world at large, men at large, they're ready for women to step it up, but we have to make sure we're ready. And so AI can really help with that. And so it's a great time to, uh, to you know, be alive, be a woman, build your business, and know that whatever you don't know, you can just ask. I love that. So yeah, so go ahead. If you haven't upgraded, upgrade your ticket now. If you already have your VIP ticket, go to the VIP portal to access Malky's gift. Um, the free gift is also there, but I hope you clicked on the link right here right now because it pops up on your screen. I already did mine. Um, and Malky, any final words of wisdom for our audience today? Of course. Uh, we get asked a lot how we're different than Dave Ramsey, you know, in the finance or financial education space. And the obvious one, right, is the word women helping women. So we have that relatability and attachment, but also it's our motto is my money, my choice. And so we're not very into, you know, how much money you have to give to charity or what percentage must go to savings. We give you the tools and yeah. we teach you to fish. And now that you have the education, 
Now you can decide what freedom means to you. And if you remember only one single sentence from this whole talk of mine, let it be the only dumb question you can finish with me is the one you don't ask. And Samantha, never use a plumber for your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Never use a plumber for your teeth. (laughs) And money problems need money solutions. Oh my gosh. Monkey, it's been such a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you, grab her gifts, contact her. Let's help her with this mission to help a million women with financial literacy and bridging that gap, that money gap. So thank you so much. And the knowledge gap, the knowledge gap, knowledge gap. Absolutely. Yes. The money knowledge gap. Knowledge is power. We know that. Thank you. Thank you you so much, Samantha, for having me. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.